bulk of them ever wanted a CDO magazine series of one-on-one interviews with CDOs, data leaders, and key influencers. I'm your host, Robert Lutton, Vice President of Sandhill Consultants. I'm coming to you today from Toronto, Canada. Working with a CDO magazine today, I have the pleasure of introducing Alif Tutuk. Alif is the VP of Product at AtScale, whose company's solution offer a consolidated view of data access across the organization. Welcome, Alif. Welcome, Robert. It's great to be here. From your point of view, on the impact that GenAI is having in the business intelligence and analytic worlds, we see that GenAI presents exciting opportunities for automation and predictive anal- analytics. However, from your point of view, how can organizations ensure that these AI systems are properly developed and deployed ethically, uh, particularly in areas where customer profiling uh, may be important and where uh, some inadvertent biases could lead to unfair or discriminatory outcomes. Your thoughts on that? Yeah. Um, so I think, as you said, we are in, a, in an extremely exciting time. Like with Gen AI, the content creation just becomes much more efficient. Um, and I think really we are at the stage of, you know, we will start seeing the next generation of BI. Um, we have been referring this as the augmented analytics for a while in the market, uh, but really kind of, you know, Gen AI is putting that on steroid because, mm-hmm. you know, the content creation will become like, you know, you can just ask a natural question uh, and then, you know, you will get the answer or uh, the content doesn't have to be a visualization. It can be a data story generated on the fly for you with the right format. But the challenge with the, all those things is, as you know, generative AI, you know, number one challenge is the hallucination problem. So when you ask a question, um, you may get an answer, but then next time you ask, um, you may not get the same answer. Right. Uh, so that is where I see the, the combination of using Gen AI with a semantic layer is important because semantic layer has uh, the governance and the business definition so that, um, you know, the fiscal calendar of a quarter has only defined and then generative AI, when you ask a question, show me my sales by quarter, it uses that definition of quarter and that definition of sales so that you get more constant answers. So I really think that, you know, to provide governance um, to Gen AI, especially for the inside generation, semantic layer should be part of that. Um, and of course, like the other things like data quality and transparency, like all the things that relate to traditional AI uh, still is there and it should be still uh, be, you know, paid attention. Uh, you're certainly uh, thought-provoking thoughts as to what, uh, you know, is coming out in the marketplace. Continue on with Gen AI's potential to automate insights and recommendations. In your opinion, how can data leaders who are listening establish robust data governance programs with compliance frameworks to protect such sensitive information and adhere to privacy regulations, whether it's in Europe or in California or in other countries? Any thoughts on that? Yeah, so uh, what I'm seeing is really, again, you know, the the challenge that we have been having, they were all the same with the traditional AI and now they are just being put on steroid with Gen AI. Uh, So I suggest that, you know, organizations like should start looking at having a data privacy officer, like, you know, having a a person responsible for overseeing the data privacy and compliance efforts. 
Um, data mapping and classification is very important. Um, you know, making sure that you know you determine mm -hmm. what data contains sensitive and personal information. Um, and then just overall data privacy policies and procedures should be in place with the data access controls. So, so here's another one that you know is an interesting question as we uh, continue to leverage a Gen I. Uh, there's no doubt that it's expected that Gen I will augment human decision making in BI and analytics. And you talked about you know some of those aspects coming down the line. But it, from your point of view, uh, how do you see organizations uh, effectively strike the right balance between automation? and human expertise, ensuring that human oversight remains central to the critical decision points. Yeah. Um, so I think like, as you said, it is it is going to be a combination of the you know human working with the machine. Yep. Um, and it's very important to create that experience where you can actually interact with it and then provide the input so that it gets better by time. Um, again, I'm, I'm going to go back to the knowledge gravity, right? I think you know yeah. part of that knowledge will always come from the human, uh, so that's why you know when you're thinking about a semantic layer where you define the business logic, um, you need to have that welcoming experience where it is easy to define for the human. But of course, like automation will happen with Gen AI, probably like you know the system will be able to look at the schemas of the tables and then create a, a base semantic model for you that you can augment on top of that. Um, so I would say that you know definitely like it's going to be a balance between human and the machine working together. Um, and it's all about creating that experience where they can collaborate and they can learn from each other. Yeah, those are definitely interesting times uh, ahead of us as well. Uh, moving on to the uh, persona area, just in our, our last couple of minutes. So uh, we see the role for data and analytics personas evolving. And there's obviously a need for the expanded skill set that it requires modern and data analytics uh, personas. Uh, how can an organization effectively develop and nurture those skills within those teams? We're talking about skill building and building up the teams internally. Uh, recommendations on that. What's your thoughts on that? Yeah. So my recommendations will be for the organizations to first of all do an you know assessment of the current skill gaps. Like, does your employees know enough about what is generative AI? And it's not a hype, but you know how it works and what are the things that they should be aware. Of course, you know the a training around data ethics and compliance is a must going forward. Right. Uh, and I also think that you know um, humans will have like with all of those automations and content creation becoming more effective, efficient. I think humans will have more chance and time to be human and to really shine as a human with the creativity and you know to spend their time on what the human is good at. So with that, I think cross-functional collaboration will be very important so that you know all the team members can actually learn from each other and gain a deeper understanding of the business and its goals. Because ultimately create that you know knowledge gravity, you know, you need to have that type of understanding of the business. So I think the shift will be from from having technical skills because you know gen ai is going to handle that you know we will naturally with natural language we will tell and it will create a query for you but it is more than you know you you need to spend time more understanding the business and innovation business innovation i think that's an important distinction you just mentioned there and it may be it may get glossed over um it's definitely going to be a matter of 
understanding the business as we move forward. That's key because we'll have technology that'll that'll take the the details of managing the technology away, and and what you're left with is just managing the business. And and speaking of of the business, my last question on that side is that in measuring the impact and collaboration, you know, how do you see organizations uh, developing KPIs that can measure the impact of data and analytics persona uh, in terms of decision-making uh, and innovation and business outcomes? Any KPIs that you think we should be leaning towards that you would recommend that organizations start to think about using? Uh, yeah, in terms of like specific KPIs, I would say that every organization has their own, um, you know, KPIs. So I wouldn't give yep. a, a specific KPI. But my my suggestion will be for organizations to really um, apply product led and design thinking approach when it comes for them to create data and analytics products, uh, because. You know, when you think about software development, it's all about being user centric and um, they have to apply the same type of things when they apply, you know, create their analytics products. You need to, they need to identify their target users, what's their specific problem or the questions that they are asking. And they need to have defined clear objectives and a, you know, definition of a minimum viable product, just like thinking about product. Um, And then to make sure that they determine their own KPIs that they can measure against that minimum viable product that they have start so that they can iterate as the business changes um, and then um, improve that analytics product. So my suggestion is, you know, I don't have a, you know, out of box magic KPI, uh, but it is more about, you know, have them start thinking about like a product approach, product management when it comes to to, to um, applying design thinking on the analytics products. Uh, I think it's been said many times before, there is no silver bullet. It takes uh, it takes a hard work, but certainly with uh, products like uh, AdScale coming to market, uh, that hard work will get easier and more efficient over time. Uh, Alif, you know, I'm sure we could delve into many more details, uh, but we're coming up on our time here. So, on behalf of the CD Magazine, uh, we'd really uh, appreciate you taking your time to provide your insights. On these topics, uh, we certainly hope we're going to get the chance to have you come back and uh, share your expertise and our knowledge uh, with our community again. Thanks very much indeed. Yeah, thank you very much, Robert, giving me the chance to talk about the Lego building blocks and Altics Mesh and you know and the magic of its scale. So and and all the other important concepts. So thank you very much I, for having. I, I I did like the the Lego blocks, and of course, Lego is getting much more. Uh, dynamic and creative and uh, you know the models that they can create with lego is is definitely worthwhile so uh for our listeners uh, please visit cdomagazine.tech for additional interviews thank you